Legal Conversations. Let's welcome our guest, Shani Fanigerk, who's a senior associate at Adams and Adams CPL Department. Thank you very much for joining us, Shani. Good evening. Now, we're looking at divorces. No one gets into a marriage uh, with the expectation of a divorce, but these things do happen at times. And some of the divorces are not so pretty. We are talking this evening about um, a forfeiture of assets in a divorce. Uh, please uh, help us out and uh, to understand what this is. Forfeiture of assets means that upon the dissolution of the marriage, a certain asset or all of the assets will not be shared between the parties. Now, people are very often in divorces, they feel wronged and they feel aggrieved and they do not want to share assets. And how you share your assets is determined by your anti-nuptial contract. Recently, in the Pretoria High Court, there was a judgment handed down that a woman who was having an affair was granted a forfeiture order against her, which meant that she was not allowed to share in her husband's pension fund. Now our phones are ringing and all people want forfeiture of their assets and divorces. But the court looks at various factors to determine whether you can succeed with such a claim. It's not just a one for all and everyone can now forfeit assets. All right. So does this only apply to a woman who's committed infidelity in their marriage or can it also apply to a man? Because we know in this day and age, uh, both women and men can acquire huge assets. Definitely. The, the rule in the law it's it's part of legislation is available to men and to women what is important is that it's also not necessarily only when there's been an affair or where there's been infidelity the court looks at three factors to consider whether a forfeiture order must be granted the first is the duration of the marriage the second is the factors that led to the breakdown of the marriage. And the third factor is mis, um, substantial misconduct. And the court will look at every matter on a case-by-case matter to decide whether the, those factors are prevalent in a certain marriage or not. Okay, so with the cases that uh, people bring forward during a divorce, um, what sort of things then would be looked at? Because you are mentioning quite a lot of things, um, the duration of the marriage, uh, what, um, you know, whether there was infidelity or not, and other factors. With these particular factors, uh, talk to us that what, where does the court start when one wants a forfeiture of assets during their divorce proceeding? The person who's claiming for a forfeiture order to be granted has the onus to prove that the other party will be unduly benefited should a forfeiture not be granted. So you would have to go to the court and say, listen, we have only been married six months. It is not fair for my wife or for my husband to share in my pension after only six months of marriage. Or you would say that my wife was 
having an affair and the affair was the reason for the breakdown of the divorce and therefore the court must consider a forfeiture. But it's a very difficult thing and I think a lot of these matters go on appeal because it's a it's in the court's discretion to decide whether the misconduct was substantial or whether it's a factor that actually led to the breakdown. I think what people must also remember is that an affair is not necessarily the reason for the breakdown of a divorce. And very often, an affair is a symptom of a marriage that is already failing. Mm. So it's a difficult one for the courts. Um, what, what sort of proof does one bring if they are wanting to claim for a forfeiture? I mean, especially when, um, it, okay, it could be easy to prove that the relationship hasn't been going on for long. But with other things, I mean, like infidelity, what proof do you need to bring forward? Well, firstly, you'll have to prove that the person was having an affair, which is not always very easy to prove. Mm. Very often people think that there's an affair, but to prove it is something different. To prove it, it will be messages between your spouse and the mistress or things like that. What could also be considered as substantial misconduct is abuse. Let's say, for example, a woman is the one holding the assets and her husband has been beating her and abusing her physically. That, in my opinion, would suffice to be substantial misconduct that a court can take into account. Such circumstances, you will have to have proof of the abuse, pictures of the abuse, videos of him abusing you, you know, factors like that. Mm, Okay. And how long does this then drag out if you are to apply for a forfeiture of assets? How long does it drag out a divorce proceeding until it gets to the end? Because divorces are usually messy, but I I can imagine how much more messier they become if there's such a claim. Well, I don't think it necessarily drags a divorce out, but what it does do is the the chances and the prospects of settlement is so much less where one party wants to forfeit because no one is going to agree to forfeit an asset. So usually where there is a claim for forfeiture, those divorces run up to trial and goes through the entire litigation process, which could take it longer. Some divorces take two years, some divorces take two months. Yeah, and and it does uh, take uh, quite a lot of time. A team, as if you want to join in on this conversation, um, it's uh, on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Talking, claiming uh, for forfeiture of assets during a divorce proceeding. Have there been some cases that have been won uh, by 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 couples who have applied for this uh, that you can share with us? Yes, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I think around October there was a judgment of. Uh, in the Pretoria High Court, where the court found that the woman's infidelity was the actual reason and the breakdown for the divorce. What the court also considered there is that she left her husband and the children for greener pastures. And the court in those circumstances found that it was not fair for her to share in the husband's pension fund. And what happens if the woman herself in this particular case also said, well, I'm not interested in sharing in this uh, pension fund or any of the assets. I just want a clean divorce. Does that then make things easier if there's no um, a back and forth around this? Yes, that makes it much easier. Then the parties can enter into a settlement agreement and both walk away clean. 
Well, it sounds like something only legal people are able to help us with. No one um, would be able to represent themselves in the court of law with such, you know, uh, an application during a divorce proceeding. Um, so how do people get in touch with uh, you or anyone at Adams and Adams to get assistance if they are looking for a divorce with a forfeiture of asset? They can simply Google the firm and on the website we have a family law website, um, family law department and people can contact me directly on shani.fannikerk at adams.africa. Thank you very much for joining us Shani and uh, for enlightening us. It's a pleasure. Have a good evening.